The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Yes, yes. And, and you know what? He's not done with any of us. We're yes. all a work in progress. We're all that little pottery on that little pottery thing and he's busy he's molding. The potter, we are yes. That's it, that's it. But why can you see why I say read your New Testament? Because it's for you. You see? You're going to start judging yourself because you're going to see things there in that New Testament. I'm not talking about the Old Testament. You're not a Jew. Yeah. Okay? I'm not against the Old Testament either. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I love it's, Old it's, Testament. It's there for study. It's wonderful. But you are a new creation. You've got a new covenant. Mm. And go and study that New Testament. Know that New Testament inside and out. Go and look at what it says. I mean, I've come to a place now, I'm reading it from three different translations now. I told you last time I was doing it from two. I'm doing it from three. Yeah. I, I like kidding. saying it like this. If uh, there was, in, in the natural, if there was a will, yeah. and uh, this person, and you are in that will, yeah. but the will later was updated, and when that person passes away, they're not going to go back and read the first will. Yes, yes, thank you. They're going to read the updated will. Yeah. yeah. That will is theirs now. Very well said. Very well said. I'm glad we got that. We're busy recording here. (laughs) And guys, like uh, another thing, um, you know, the Lord's talking to us now about healings, like a lot. I've been praying and asking God to give us healings. I've been asking Him to give us miracles. And I see it starting to manifest more and more and more. And we're going in that direction. And the Lord spoke to me in a prophetic dream the other night and he spoke to me about a tent and healings okay so it's that old school 1950s 1960s healing revivals that used to take place okay and that's the direction we're going i don't know when it's going to manifest but he's already prepping me and i'm seeing now one by one, people are starting to get healed. Anyone who comes into contact with us, you're going to automatically get healed because it's a gift that God has given us. And like you heard that testimony earlier that we gave of that woman with that sharp, sharp migraine. We didn't know it was a, a disc uh, that was folded, that caused a bruise, that caused excruciating pain for her. But we've never been there before. Yeah. And um, we're there now, and it's it's absolutely amazing. I'll bring out a podcast on that, and I'll give that whole testimony as well. Okay, we better start because we are running late. Um, like I said, I'm I'm not going to do like a. I know I've realised I don't need to minister like everyone else. No. I have my own way, so. We like your way. Um. Okay. So yes, we are moving a little slowly tonight. Um. <clears throat> So let's just open up in a word of prayer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Father, I just thank you that we could all come together tonight again um, in your word, um, in your presence. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here already and that you are going to touch each and every one of us here tonight, including myself. You're going to open our eyes and our ears and our heart so we can see the truth and hear the truth and receive the truth. Um, receive correction I certainly am because I know that this message is really for me um, but I pray that everyone gets something out of it and I thank you for it in the name of Jesus Amen Amen. Amen. So <clears throat> I love the subject on um, the fear of the Lord when I heard my first message on it, it changed something inside me because I've always thought, you know we read our Bible, we're getting into teachings, we're standing in faithful things, we're doing all the right things, and yet it's like we're not getting ahead. Like, what's going on? What What are we missing? Um, and then when I heard this teaching on the fear of the Lord, it hit me like so hard. There's no respect 
for the Father. No reverence for the Father. Because we are so busy going after things that we've forgotten to go after the one who provides those things. So I know that I've mentioned all this before. If you were here for the previous message I did on uh, fear of the Lord, it just, yeah, I realized there was my, if I can call it the foundation of my life. You can build your whole Christianity up, but if there's no foundation, that building is going to crumble. <laughs> so I really felt like my ground was rocky because you one minute you're up, then you're down, then you're up, then you're down, then you're reading your word and then you're in a teaching, then you're praying in the spirit and you just feel like you're going one step forward, two step back, one step forward, two steps back. And then the Lord showed me it's because I haven't put him as the pivotal point in my life. You know, when I got saved, it was so easy for me to surrender to him. It was so easy for me to give up so much stuff because I didn't realize I was walking in the fear of the Lord without even like anyone teaching me about it. I'd gotten rid of everything that remotely was improper or vulgar or whatever it was. I got rid of it from music to DVDs to my language was even changed to the way I dressed. No one told me to do that, but I did because I actually had the fear of the Lord in me without even realizing he'd already taught that to me through his message of, I love you. I love you. And I just want the best for you. And I even to the point took an oath of celibacy and I said, I'm not going down that path until I get married one day. That is how intense it was for me. I was serious about it. Um, and what I find happens is when you are truly born again and you really experience that, that change, that, that very noticeable change in you, you're on fire for the Lord eh? and you can't stop talking about him. You just want to minister about him to everyone. How awesome he mm. is. That's the one thing I could not stop talking about is how awesome God is. He's so faithful and he's so good. Mm. He is so good. Like people would come to me and they go, yeah, but what about all the natural disasters? Why God do that? And, and I tell you, I would be like, that was not my dad. Mm. Don't ever tell me that was my dad. I would stick up for God. I need to, but he was like my dad. And, um, but as the years go, things happen. Your eyes are off Jesus without you even realizing it. You're still getting into the word and listening to your teachings but you don't realize your focus has changed because so much stuff has happened that it's shifted now on you. So subtly, it's shifted on you. Everything changes and then you will start noticing a dip and then you're up and then you're down and then you're up and then you're down. There's no consistency at all. And then when I, I asked the Lord, like, because I've been praying about it for a while I really just want to get myself like steady on the ground and like I was when I was saved, um, experiencing that first love of Jesus, you know. And that's when the teaching popped up on the with the fear of the Lord. And I realized what we are doing today is what we are seeing so much in society. Mm -hmm. um, we've, we've preached a lot about God being our father. He mm -hmm. loves us. And that's good. That's really good. Because he is. Mm. But I think somewhere along the line, we have taken that message for granted and decided, oh, he's a softie. Mm. And we've stopped looking at him as God. A king. Mm. The king of all kings. He is royalty on a whole other level. And he is running a nation, so to speak. And if you know anything about like royalty, I don't really study it out too much, but we know from like the movies we've watched, you know, the king has got his attire and his crown mm -hmm. and you cannot go in to see him without permission. Yeah. Mm. You can be his child, but you cannot go in there without his permission because there's an appointed time for that. Mm. He will be your father, but mm. he is still a king who is running the nations. Yeah. 
and that comes first. Mm-hmm. We have focused so much on God being our dad that we've minimized him to the softy and mm. forgotten who he truly is. And we've started living a life where we don't care what we do anymore. We don't care how we talk to each other anymore. We don't care how rude we are. We don't care how we lie, cheat, steal. There's adultery happening in the church. Sure. There mm-hmm. is murder. I mean, all the things that mm. the Bible tells us not to do is so in the church, it's quite sickening. And why? Because people think that they can get away with it. I just need to repent. God will forgive me. Sure. Then they'll use the, the scripture where sin abounds, grace abounds so much more. <laughs> well, I don't really want to test that. Mm. But that's the problem today is people, and I don't want to say we need to be afraid of God because that's not it at all, but we need to respect him. Mm-hmm. And if you've, if you've noticed what's happening with the children in our society, and I'm not mentioning you girls because you're different, but the children in, in society, unbelieving children, if I can call it that, mm-hmm. they are friends with their parents. There is no structure in the family home where the husband is the head, the mother is the underneath, and then the kids come, but God's at the top. Mm. You don't see that anymore. So what's happening now is the kids are disrespecting the parents. They're disrespecting the teachers. They are doing whatever they want. It's what Christians are doing. That's how they're treating God. They're like, oh, God's my friend. It's cool. You know, why must I respect him? I mean, sometimes I'm sure they're sitting there going, I mean, is he really real? I'm sure there are many people that actually sit there and think, is he really real? Mm. I mean, is maybe, you know, maybe people are right and he's just a figment of our imagination and and you start drifting away. There's no fear of God in the church anymore. Nothing. Like, I honestly, and I mean, I've said this so many times, I encounter so many people who are in churches that I don't even know are believers. Yeah. I know from it's embarrassing. from people I know, but if I met them on the street, I wouldn't know that they serve God. Sure. Leaders in the church. Mm. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. Please, by no means am I saying mm. that. But if you meet me in my workplace, I will talk about the Lord. Mm. If people talk to me, I look for an opportunity to put him in there. If they don't open the door, I'm not going to because, yeah. you know, there's a time and a place for everything. <clears throat> I can testify to that. Um, I was having a chat with a friend just yesterday about what you said, people in the church, because I went and did a photo shoot about two weeks ago. Know exactly where you're coming from. But it's you know, but it's so sad though because the much. church is supposed to be setting the tone. Yeah. We are the light on the hill yes. and we are the ones that people are looking to for hope, believe it or not. Yeah. They there are people who are unbelievers and they are going, I need someone to prove to me that God is real. Yes. I need someone to prove to me you are that person. Yeah. You are that person wherever you are. You've got to get to a point where you look at your actions and go, okay, I cannot behave the way I am. Mm. Because I don't know if the person I'm encountering is so far down in the hole and needs a lift up and I am that one. Mm. You've got to be that person who is the light. Jesus can't physically be here. But we are supposed to be Jesus on the earth. His hands, his feet, his mouth. We're supposed to be his body in the earth. But because the church does not fear God, there's no reverence, there's no awe for him. There's such an ungrateful spirit in the church. No one's stopping and going, Lord, I thank you. Mm. I thank you. I don't know what I'm thanking you for, but I just thank you. Mm. Thank you that I'm here. Thank you that I'm healthy. You know, like there was a stage I would literally get up and I'd go, morning, dad thank you for today then i go i go shower and i'm like thank you for the water thank you that i have electricity to make thank the water hot yeah thank you for food thank you that i can have coffee thank you that i have food in my cupboards thank you i've got clothes to wear thank you i've got a job to go to thank you i've got a way to get to work mm. i tell you if you put yourself in a position of thankfulness 
you are going to change your whole outlook in life. It changes your way of Yes, mm. it really does. Yeah. And you know, when I got saved, I got saved from a very, very angry mm. past. Very angry. I was bitter with everyone. If you were doing more than what I was doing, I did not like you. Because I felt like my anxiety had held me back for so long. And it was unfair that I had it. Mm. And everybody else got to have fun. Flip that. Mm. This isn't cool. So mm. now you're going to suffer. Because I suffered. That was my outlook in life. I get you before you get me. And I really did. I hurt a lot of people. And at the end of the day, he changed my wording. He changed how I was. He changed how I saw things to the point where instead of moaning and complaining about stuff, I was being thankful and grateful. And my heart changed. I became different. And then you start looking. I mean, I started looking at the sky going, oh. What a beautiful masterpiece. Wow, Lord, thank you for painting that for me. And I would take photos of driving Haley to school, stop, and like, I was the worst photographer. But anyway, I saw what he was doing. (laughs) And I could not get over the beauty of his work Mm -hmm. just in the sky. And I think we forget how awesome God is. We forget how amazing he is. When we had prayer meeting that one night, I think we all had burgers or something, mm. and the Holy Spirit was here, very present mm. when he walked past you, when you were sitting here. Mm. You remember that? We were talking about the awesomeness of God. Yep. We were worshiping him in our praising him, mm-hmm. and he was... We had literally opened up the door for him to come inside. Churches are closing the door in God's face. And they're wondering why there's no Holy Spirit present. Mm. He wants to come in and change things. Mm -hmm. He wants to change everyone's heart. Mm. He wants to change their situations. He wants to heal their bodies. He wants to change their mindsets. Mm. But we've closed the door in his face. And you know that every time we come together and we give him glory... We're just like, Lord, you are awesome. You are so amazing. Oh, mm. I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for just being here with us. Thank you for breathing that breath of life into us so that we can exist. Mm. Thank you for that calling on my life. Just like, thank you for everything, you know, and you just, mm. you just sit there going, you're so wonderful. You're awesome. You're beautiful. You're so mm. just, I mean, you, you never run out of words to describe him. But that night, we opened up the door for him. And then we had another prayer session. Yeah. And we, we prayed for Emmy, and we prayed for Chrissy, and we prayed for Heidi. Um, oh, that was nice. And he was, yeah, because we let him in. And that's what we need to do more of. Yes, we need to invite him in. And the only way to do that is to bring... Because I heard an interesting thing that said, the Holy Spirit will never come in to like a gathering where he's not totally respected Mm -hmm. so if there's no respect for god he ain't coming in he will never go anywhere where he does not feel wanted yes i mean that would be stupid it's like me uh, it's like john bevere saying you know like he, he spoke to the the people he was ministering to in brazil and he said you know if i go to your house and knock on the door and you open you go oh it's you and then you walk away. He says, yep. do you think you'll go to their house again? No. And the crowd said no. And that's exactly how God is. Very good analogy. If we are going to shut the door in his face or treat him like he's more of a, um, not an inconvenience, but like, you know, like really, Lord, doesn't it have to be now. <laughs> mm. I've got this to do and this to do. Can I, can I do this? Can we do this later? He's not going to come back. Mm. He's not going to come back because it's not on your timing. It's on his. Mm. And it's on his timing for a specific reason. There are things that are coming. You know, like the um, years ago, the Lord gave me a dream. <sighs> He's naughty. He always talks to me in dreams with water. It's always water. And he knows I do not like water. Yeah. Because the immensity of it. Because of the tip. <clears throat> no, no, just before that. The immensity of the water for me, it's kind of like a respect thing. I know how much power is behind all that water. Yeah. Mm. 
and most of my dreams have had tidal waves in. So I'm like, funny joke, Dad. <laughs> and he, he taught me to look at the water. Look at the color of it, the conditions of it, my feelings in the dream. Because you're going to conquer it. You're going to walk on the water. So, no, he prepares me for things that are coming. If I'm in the water and the water's dark and the water's rough and it's coming over, I've had dreams where it's come over me and there's been some stuff that's happened in my life that I was overwhelmed by things. And he had warned me. And you'll notice, and you can all testify if you actually look back, the Lord will warn you of things to come years in advance because of his grace and his mercy. Mm -hmm. He will never tell you today something that's going to happen tomorrow because Mm -hmm. his love will lead you to start preparing then already. And, you know, it's weird because it's the same thing with sowing and and tithing. It's like he makes you do it now so that you can save for what's to come. You Mm. you know that save for a rainy day? In healing as well. You've got to invest in healing now. You don't need to be sick. You need to invest in it now. It's kind of like, I think I used a, it's like a retirement fund. Yes. You're pumping Word into it, pumping word into it, pumping your word into it. You're getting a revelation on it. So if something comes up and you do get sick, well, guess what? It ain't staying on you. How's it going to? Like Trevor said, contain the reservoir. <clears throat> Keep your reservoir full. So yes. Saying, now when we're using about the reservoir, about the water. Mm. Keep keep the pressure going so we know that's water. It. That's exactly what, what you were saying there. And totally random. I'm just thinking now they say the average millionaire has seven flow inflows of income. And I'm thinking every believer needs to have seven flows of not financial income, but you know, if you have to have your finances down, you should have healing down, you should have all these little things down so that when time comes, you can go, I'd like to cash out of this investment, please. Let's go buy that house. Need to cash out of that investment. I'll take that healing for that sickness. Thank you very much. You know, that is how we're supposed to be. But bringing you back to our father, we have to remember that we can't make that our focus because he's the focus. Uh, My favorite scripture that the Lord gave me when I got saved was Matthew 6, 33. And it's, it's been like so rooted in me. It's like seek after God and his righteousness, or we would change it. I go seek after love and his righteousness Mm -hmm. and all those things that you so desire will be added to you. You don't actually need to go and look for them. Mm-hmm. They're already there. But when you seek after him, he said to me, when you walk on the path that I have predestined for you, you will intercept the things that I've already laid up for you. Oh, wow. Your job is there. Your partner is there. Your house is there. Your financial breakthrough is there. Your kids are there. Everything you need, your deliverance, whatever it is, is on that path. So when you actually walk in, the fear of the Lord, that Mm. awesome reverence for your father, and you simply obey what he tells you to do because you know he's your loving father. And I don't know if you guys have any stories of parents when you were growing up. My dad, I had a 10 o'clock curfew. I'd be in that house at 10 o'clock while all my other friends were jolling out. Partying until what time? 10 o'clock. I'm in my trick. 10 o'clock and I must come home. It's very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. But I tell you what, my dad was strict and it protected me from so many things. And I think we forget that our dad does things to protect us. But we are so caught up in wanting to do our own things that we don't care about the consequences because it's lucky in that time. He loves us so much and he just wants us to follow him i actually want to read you something that i found proof that you fear the lord five things and this really stood out to me these are five things that a person who fears the lord will do easily and i have an example for you actually two you obey the lord instantly when he tells you to do something, you do it immediately. Yeah. Amen. Um, you obey God even when it doesn't make sense. Because let's be honest, 
How many times is he going to tell you to do something and it makes sense to us? Mm. It's not supposed to in the beginning. Yes. Otherwise, there's no faith involved. Yes, Obey even if it hurts. Yeah. He's going to ask you to do things that's going to really hurt. Mm. It's going to pull you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you do things you're really scared to do. I mean, for me, it was, you're going to preach. I've got anxiety. I don't like people. Whoops. How are we going to do that? Obey him even if you see no benefit. How many of us can say that? Yes. If we don't see any benefit for ourselves, we ain't doing it. How much much am I going to get out of this? Mm. How much are you going to pay me? Uh, What are you going to give me? What's the motive behind it? Mm. And then obey to completion. Obey right to the end. Yes. No questions asked. Yes. Just doing it. Abraham. Good example. The Lord told him, I want you to go up onto the mountain. I want you to build an altar. I want you to sacrifice your son that I gave you. The one that you are going to be the father of many nations from. Uh, He didn't argue with the Lord, eh? He went the next morning he left. And he went to go and do exactly what the Lord told him to do. Did it make sense? No. Father of many nations from a child that's coming from my body and now you're telling me to kill him. Okay. Did it hurt? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, ask me to go and take and go and kill my child. I'm sorry. I, I, I would struggle with that. That would hurt. Did he benefit from that? Not in that moment, he didn't. He didn't have any benefit in that moment. He didn't know what was going to happen. Okay. A, a part of him really thought that God's just going to raise up his son. Yeah. Obey to completion. He went right to the end, knife in hand, about to do the deed. And the angel stopped him. And he said, now I know that you fear the Lord. Those were the angel's words. Jesus is the other example. I mean, let's be honest. Did he obey God instantly? He did, in everything. Everything the Lord told him to do, he did. Did he gain anything out of it? Well, in the end, he did. Um, Did it hurt? Okay, I don't even think we need to even discuss it. it. We know it hurt. It cost his life. life. He was separated from the Father. That was the worst. Because everyone always looks at the physical side. But Mm. what about the spiritual side? You've been joined to the Father for, what, 33 years? And now you, he's pulled away from you. Yeah. Now you're separated. Uh, I mean, we don't even fully understand what that means mm-hmm. to be separated fully from the Father like mm-hmm. Jesus was. Did he obey to completion? Yes. I mean, aren't we testimony of that? Yes. So, sure. your guys, our dad, he's a king. Mm-hmm. He is the king of kings. We need to... <coughs> yes. We have to remember like who he is. I mm. know he's our loving father, but a parent back in the day used to be respected. Eh? Mm. You would never talk back to your, your mother or your father. You'd never swear at them. Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. If they told you to do something, you obeyed. Yes. Otherwise, there were consequences. Mm. <clears throat> you know, everyone, it was different. Our dad, who is a king... <laughs> The king of kings. I try and imagine the outfit that he would wear. I even try to look for a picture to show you guys of, of a king. Can't really find it unless it's in a cartoon form. And it's like, <laughs> my dad ain't a cartoon, so I'm not doing that. But we have to get ourselves to a place where we stop taking him for granted. Yes. He is still the king who created everything. Mm-hmm. And we forget how powerful he is. We forget who he is, the essence of him, everything that he went through for us to be here today. We've just got to learn to, you know, like at the, at the end of the day, you got to, you know, like we were talking about, um, like who we encounter, you know, Mm. like what are you ministering to the people around you? Are you ministering to them who your dad is? This awesome God who's got the world in his hands who can control and do anything. He can do anything because he's so awesome. I actually forget sometimes how awesome he is. He, like, I'm very, very, I want to say proud, but he's like a real blessing to me because where I was to where I am now, it could only have been him. Mm -hmm. 
And my aim is to go back to the place where I loved and respected him so much that everything I said and everything I did, I examined it so that it is pleasing in his presence. How I treat people, I'm not there yet, and none of us are, but we should aim for that, yeah. is what, I say, what I'm saying to someone. Is that how a child of the king would behave? Are we getting angry too quickly? Are we swearing? Are we shouting at people? Are we holding their sins against them? Do we not respect people to be on time? Do we not respond to people? You know, like a lot of, you know, the things that irk us, you know, we need to like change the way we behave. At the end of the day, we, how we treat people and how we treat ourselves is a reflection of who our father is. And who is your father? He's the king. But if you are acting like the world, you know who your dad is. Um, I, I just want to encourage you guys. I'm not going to drag it out. I'm just, yeah. I just want to encourage you guys. You know, this time that we have left on the earth is so short. Yes, amen. Um, it's like a breath gone. It's over. And it, like it really is. It doesn't feel like it. But for our dad, like he's so excited. Yes. He's yeah. so excited to be with us. He's like passionately awaiting for us. Like he can't wait. And we are not excited about him. We are not excited about him. Like he is of us. Mm. It's yeah. it's crazy. But in the short space of time that we are left on this place, this earth that we are just sojourning in. Mm. Yeah. Um, be conscious of the people that you encounter mm -hmm. and how you talk to them, how you react to them. How you treat them. Yeah, how you treat them. Think of... You know, like a lot of people don't realize they're very sarcastic and rude. Mm -hmm. And sarcasm, rudeness, anger, all that stuff is not of God. No. So we've got to look at how we are reflecting our Father to the outside world, who in a short space of time are either coming with us or they're staying behind. Yeah. How are you going to contribute to their salvation? Because... We don't realize our actions affect other people. Yes. Especially, like we were saying, if they know that you're a believer yeah. and you're swearing and you're mistreating people, you are rude, you are sarcastic. You are being warped and judged. Yes. When, when they know you're a Christian. Yeah. Um, gossiping. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you are gossiping about someone, your says a lot of yeah it's, it's such a horrible seed to sow but anyway there are people who are having affairs that are christians there are people who are stealing that are christians there are people who have got that need deliverance from alcohol there are people who need deliverance from drugs there are people who, these are people in the church we can affect them mm. by reflecting our father in the form of love, but you've got to understand the time is short. The time is really short. Like, I'm really seeing how short the time is. Because, I mean, we've spoken about this, like, so many times. Like, there's so much stuff you still want to do, but then I keep thinking, Jesus could come back any day now. Yeah. Yes. And have we reached the people that we're supposed to? Like, uh, I just want to throw this in. And this cross my mind now people want to play down ah oh, don't worry man jesus will forgive me sure you know the lord knows me yes. it's always the excuse you know as a minister you hear that a lot people don't want to change their ways they want to hold on to their flesh let me shock your thinking and bring you back to reality jesus christ of nazareth on the earth makes this statement don't still worry about them that can take the life of your flesh mm. don't worry about that fear god who can take the life of your flesh and still put you in hell yes yeah absolutely man reality check yes and i just want to read the commandments 
I don't like to quote the Old Testament so much, and you know, because we are not Jews, mm -hmm. but there is significance in the Old Testament, and I want to quote the commandments. Watch this in its order. What Megan is yes. saying is, we've got to get the order right. Yeah, we've got to get the order right. The scripture talks about God being light who you cannot see yes. and it's an unapproachable light. It talks about him being the king of the entire universe, not just the kingdom of God, the entire universe. I mean, that's just a, a wake up call right there. Now watch this. The Ten Commandments in their order. Number one, thou shalt have no other gods before me. <laughs> wow. Right there. Some of us have our phones before him. Yes. That's a God. Mm -hmm. Yes. Some of us have lust before him. Yes. That's a God. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Everything, notice this, all this takes you back to the fear of the Lord. Yes. It's getting you to, to think right. Watch this, number three. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Mm. And then watch this, number four. <laughs> Remember Shabbat. I'm quoting the, the Jewish yeah. term. Remember Shabbat. Keep it holy. Now watch this. Watch the order. Watch this. Next one. Honor your father and mother. No. Manny, that's not an eye-opener. Mm -hmm. And doesn't it say so that it may go well with you? Yes. And then you'll see the rest. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery and so forth and so on. But you see the order. It's not thou shalt commit adultery. Thou shalt kill. Yes. And that God is very wise. If you get this in its proper order... You know, it's like she's saying, we've got to, we've got to revere him. Yes. And then underneath that comes your parents. And so for, if we get the order right, we won't miss it, guys. Yeah. The man is the head of the house. Mm -hmm. yes. Then comes the woman. Then come the children. It's not the children first. Mm. I've heard, I've heard mothers say uh, that they love their children first above their husbands. No, I'm sorry. You've missed it. Yes. You got it wrong. Then you married the wrong husband. Yeah. If you put the child before the parent, whether it's the wife or the husband, if you put the child before, um, again, you getting the order wrong. Mm. Yep. And th and then from there you're going to make you're going to start making other mistakes. I don't care. That I heard this illustration and I thought it was so good and I can't improve on it. When you start a math equation and you start it wrong, it does not matter how many pages you're working out. The answer is still going to come out wrong. Yeah. Mm. Amen? Amen. Amen. If we get the order wrong, if we're putting the spouse above God, we're putting the children above the parent, we're putting... Um, the parent and the children above God, and we're getting all of that stuff mixed up. Guess what? It doesn't matter how many scriptures you go through, how many Bible teachings you go through. It's wrong. You're going to start making mistakes, I guarantee you. Yeah. You're going to start slipping up somewhere. Mm. Can I give an example? Yeah. Uh, I know a couple that have been married for, oh gosh, 20 odd years. They fell in love in, in high school. They've been together forever. They've been in the church for yeah. many, many years. Um, got two amazing children, really amazing children that are that excel at everything. I'm not even kidding. They are like top of their game in every sport they've touched. Mm -hmm. And what happened was, even though they've been in the church, they did not follow the order. The wife was running the show. And do you know, they put their kids on a pedestal they were going, this one's going to Joburg, that one's going to Durban for that kid. And they're living past each other. And the wife had an affair mm. with her boss. What did I tell you about? Mm. Equation, you started wrong, you're going to yeah. slip up somewhere. And do you know, she packed up 
and she left him and the kids. It's because there's no fear of the Lord That's and it. His instructions. This is Christians, eh? Going yeah. to church on a Sunday. Yeah. And they're going to sell. They're going to every church function. Yeah. They are, how they say, duck and a gark. Yeah. You know? But and is it God's fault? No. no. Is it the church's fault? No. 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 But at the end of the day, they aren't following. Yeah. The order. The order that God had put in place for that purpose. Yeah. It's not for him to be spiteful. Mm. He knows how the stuff works. Mm -hmm. He made it. Yes, amen. So women need to stop being oversensitive because they are under the man. The man must stop being oversensitive because for whatever reason. And you know what? Kids don't run the roost. They just yeah. don't. Mm -hmm. And if you get the order right, everybody is happy. Yes. Everybody. We'd have less divorces. Oh, yeah. 100%. And that also like applies to ministry. Um, I yes. know uh, of cases where congregation members try and tell the pastor, the senior pastor. Yes, I've heard of that as well. Church. Yeah. And when when the senior pastor doesn't give in to their demands, then they pack up and they leave to another church. Yes. And they're always on the move. And yeah. someone that's always on a move is not submitting. Yes. Yeah. And everyone has to be accountable to someone else. That's exactly. It, you know? yeah. So, again, an example of that. I know someone who also been thick in the church. Always has something to say about what the preacher is preaching. Yes. Yeah. I didn't like what they were talking about. Oh, it was yeah. so boring. Well, you're not going to get anything. Yeah. And you just don't respect the order. Yeah. Because if you cannot sit in a, in a meeting and give your full attention to the pastor, at the end of the day, that's giving your full attention to the father. Yeah. You're going to miss what he's trying to tell you through that person. Yeah. But people don't want to take correction. And they, and people want to think they was right. Yeah, yeah. And it also stands out when you were saying that now. You know, people don't want to make the necessary efforts to listen to the Father. Yes. But we want to always run to God and expect God to listen to us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's true. So it's, it's, it's a two-way street. If you're yes. not making effort to to to, uh, to seek the Lord, why must He make an effort to listen to your complaint? Yeah. <clears throat> and again, Morris, uh, on that note, brilliant. God's not going to bless their disobedience. Exactly. No. Because number one, they are not revering mm. His order. No. And His order in the New Testament is Jesus Christ, the fivefold ministry, and then the church. Yes. And then the world comes after the church. Mm. And if you get that order wrong as well, you're screwed up. Yeah. You, you're going to mess up. Mm -hmm. You're going to mess up if you don't revere the minister. What did Jesus say? If you don't receive me, you don't receive him that sent me. Exactly. It's just that simple. Yes. It's a it's an order. It's the same thing. If you don't re if you don't receive Megan and myself, we don't care. But here's the reality: you're not receiving him too. Exactly. Mm. Yes. It's not just us. You're not receiving him yes. that sent us. Yeah. Amen. At the end of the day, it's not even about us. Yeah. yeah. Amen. But yeah, like at the end of the day, you know, if you choose to walk out in the street and be rude to someone, you at the end of the day, you're being rude to the father. Yeah. Because, I mean, like they always say, you don't know who you're encountering. Yes. But, um, I just, you know, like the, the fear of the Lord is you don't realize it's the key to unlock the treasures. There's actually a scripture for that mm. um, that says the fear of the Lord is God's treasure. It's in Proverbs, I believe. When you... Because I think what's happening now is everybody's so focused on what's happening in the world and everybody's like up in arms about everything. And you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Because you know what? When we go to heaven, the Father's not going to ask us, did you follow that news? Did you do this? Did you do that? Did did that that news was wrong? Did you say something about it? He's going to ask. I mean, he's actually not even going to ask. Did you have a relationship with him? That's Are it. you my friend? Yes. Did you do what I told you to do? Yeah. Did you? Because if you didn't, that's what counts. Can and you, can you gonna, at least quote two scriptures? Can you, um, can you say that you fulfilled the call that he gave you? Because that's what you're going to be held accountable yeah, for. Yeah. Not for being a good person and reading your Bible. He's going to ask you, what did you do with the call that I put on your life? Yes. And if you did nothing, well, I don't want to be in that place. That's mm -hmm. actually why I'm really pushing forward for this now. But, yeah. And the secret to all of this is hidden in a relationship with the Father, that yes. intimacy with Him, building that relationship up with Him, spending that time with Him, reading your word, 
um, taking the time to get to know him better, which you're only going to find in the Word, by the way. Mm, You can't find it any other way. Mm -hmm. Because people will lie. People don't know nothing. You've got to read your Word. And when you sit in in a service, you've got to, you have to rely on the Holy Spirit when you walk into a service. Yeah. Because people don't know what they're talking about anymore these days. I'm not saying we do. I mean, you should come in here as well, asking the Holy Spirit to reveal to you as well. Yes, I was uh, so surprised to find out that there's pastors buying sermons online. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Which means now they're not in fellowship with the Lord anymore. They're not downloading from heaven. Yeah. They There's AI that's uh, writing sermons. For oh, no, chat man. Yeah. Which means that there's no anointing. No, yes. there won't be. Yeah, it's terrible. And you know what um, this pastor was saying? Um, he, uh, he actually went to the Lord and he said, um, I'm reading my word. I'm praying how many hours a day. I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And he said, my messages aren't anointed. What am I doing wrong? And that's when the Lord showed him that he is not walking. and He's like forgotten about the fear of the Lord. And when he rectified that, and you know how he rectified it? He literally, because he could never get into the presence of the Lord. He couldn't, and he's been in ministry many, many years. He would like do his messages. He preached, would never feel anointed, and then he said like he would try and get into the presence of God, and he he just couldn't. And then one day he just thought, you know what, bugger that, put his Bible down, and he said, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna worship the Lord. And he just stood, and he just started saying to the Lord, Oh, you're so awesome, Lord, and I thank you. And he took the time to praise God. And he said, and he felt the presence of God fall. And he said, he thought, hmm, I'm going to do this again tomorrow. He said, did it again. And the presence of God fell. And then he learned, this is how you come into the presence of God. Mm. When you're praising and worshiping him. Mm. Not praising and worshiping song. No. Praising and worshiping him in word. Mm-hmm. Don't let truth, someone else sing and, and you just ha- you just humming along. <clears throat> Make the effort. Yes. Describe him. Yes. Like she said, He's, describe him with no, no tunes in the background. Uh, actually, can I read something? Yes. Is there time? Yes, there's time. This is so cool. Um, you don't have to go there at all. It's fine. Um, I think it's Psalm 89 verse... just going to read some of it. I'm not going to read it all. I'm going to read... I don't know which translation to read it from. Anyway, I'll just read it from the NLT for now. So this is David, and this is so cool because this this is kind of like an example of what I was just speaking about. Mm -hmm. It says, I will sing of the Lord's unfailing love forever. Young and old will hear of your faithfulness. Your unfailing love will last forever. Your faithfulness is is as enduring as the heavens. The Lord said, I have made a covenant with David, my chosen servant, I have sworn this oath to him. I will establish your descendants as kings forever. They will sit on your throne from now until eternity. All heaven will praise your great wonders, Lord. Myriads of angels will praise you with your faithful, for your faithfulness. For who in all of heaven can compare with the Lord? What mightiest angel is, what mightiest angel is anything like the Lord? The highest angelic powers stand in awe of God. He's far more awesome than all who surround his throne. O Lord God of heaven's armies, where is there anyone as mighty as you? O Lord, you are entirely faithful. So I'm not going to read any further, but he's literally come into the presence of the Father by simply just like opening his heart up. And I tell you what, guys. If you just practice that, you will experience God on a level you have never experienced before. No more going to uh, going and looking for the provision. We're going to go straight to the provider. Mm. Because at the end of the day, that's all he wants is for us to come to him. And then yeah. he will lavish us with all our needs. Mm. So you don't need... What Psalm was that? Uh, Psalm 89. 89, yeah. But the whole of like Psalms are just full of praise and worship. Like, yes, it is. It's. I mean, you don't know what to say to the Lord. Go and find a psalm and read it to Him. So, okay. yeah. You want to close and pray? Okay.
Sure. <laughs> so, is it okay if I, I, I know you, I, um, you close and pray a lot, but I would like to close and pray. Sure, I just feel something okay. in my spirit. Perfect. Go for it. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> thank you, Jesus, Lord. Father God, Lord, I thank you for your presence today. I thank you for love, Lord. Mm. As Pastor being on speaking, Lord, <laughs> I felt like a stirring in me, Lord. I'm sure everybody's been feeling that as well, Lord, but Father God, Lord, you show me that your word is precious. You show me that, you know what, your word is power. Mm. And something you also showed me is that this word is so precious, Lord, that even we're going to have to put it to our hearts because it's going to come a time where, Lord, we're going to be persecuted mm. because of the word. It's already coming to the point where even the word is seen as hate speech. Mm. But Lord, you know what, Lord, you're the good shepherd. You come to save us and to love us, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you will strengthen us, Lord. And as the time is going by, Lord, you know, that you that you will give us strength to endure, yeah. Lord, till the end. And Lord, I, I bring a lot of people, Lord, that, that don't know you this evening. And I pray, Lord, that we as uh, disciples will go out there and get the lost. Because, mm. Lord... Your heart's desire is not to see anyone perish, Lord, yes, but to have everlasting life. Amen. And Lord, as I walk the streets, Lord, many a day, I see hurt and pain, Lord. I see people in the streets suffering. Sometimes, Lord, I feel like my heart wants to cry and weep for them, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you'll follow your love through the city, Lord, that people come to know you. Because time is running out, and I had confirmation from Fast Megan today that time is running out. Mm. And I pray, Lord, that your, your Holy Spirit will equip us yes. as we go out there. That even even where we, ever we are, wherever we go, we'll, we'll be avail ourselves to minister, to, to share your goodness of love, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that this word will bless us, Lord. Because this word that Pastor Megan ministered to, it's, it's, it's opening my eyes to a lot of things. Praise and God. you know what, Lord? It's feeding my spirit. Mm. I've, been, I've been feeling very hungry this week, Lord. And the word... That I get every Wednesday, Lord. It's it's blessing me. Hallelujah. And sometimes, Lord, sometimes the flesh says, you know what? Just because my wife is not here today, ah, uh, you know, maybe give it a must, but you know, something just stirred in my spirit and said, Come today. Mm. There, yes, there's something that I have for you. Mm. And as I stood today, this evening, Lord, it's just my heart just wants to leap with joy. Because this word is so beautiful. Mm. I've never said a word so beautiful in my life as a word today, Lord. And I pray you'll bless our leaders here this evening. Thank that you, 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 you continue using it mightily for your kingdom. That the words that they preach will have power. That the power is passed to God there and, 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 and be the light unto the world. And I thank you, Lord, for the special word in Jesus' name. Lord, amen. 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 Wow. Guys, before you guys get all comfortable, I just I feel like the Lord has put something on my heart. Mm. So probably gonna do something totally random. <laughs> but <clears throat> did did anyone get anything out of what I said tonight? I got a lot. Okay. The reason why I'm asking is do you feel like you need to examine your life? Yes. Do you feel like there are areas in your life that you have missed it and you need to fix it yes i feel like the lord wants us to come into a prayer of repentance tonight with regards to this okay i feel like he wants us to and john bevere did the same thing in his service which is so cool because it's a time where we reflect and we go i've made mistakes i've mm -hmm. missed it Mm. I've really missed it. I'm speaking for myself. Yep. I really am. I'm not here to judge anyone else. I'm purely here for me. And I know we're not supposed to be selfish, but this is for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've missed it. Mm -hmm. And there's a time we can correct it. Yes. And you correct it with repentance. Hallelujah. We realize we've made a mistake and the Lord is giving us an opportunity to change the course. Mm. So I just want to know if anyone is, are, are we all willing to do that together? Yes. <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, I don't know if we're all keen on standing. Um, I feel like that's something we need to do. Yes. <clears throat> I've got this thing about sitting and praying. It's almost like it doesn't give glory to God. 
Um, and the people who are online, you're welcome to join in. Um, if you can, I would highly recommend that you do stand. Yeah. Um, and then I just ask you to raise your hand um, to the Lord. And we are just going to be honest about this. Yes. And we are going to give God glory. And we're just going to thank him for yes. a, a chance to turn things around. Okay. okay. Father, we just come into your presence right now. <laughs> sure. Um, Lord, I just thank you for helping me tonight with this message. I thank you for the teaching that you imparted in me, teaching us and showing us how to, to change our course and get back on track so that we can get into a place where we are in fellowship with you all the time. Lord, we've all done things that are a violation of yes. your love commandment yes. mm -hmm. and we are aware of that mm -hmm. and this is why we come before you tonight lord and we just ask we we repent mm -hmm. we repent for those things we repent for things we've said yes. we repent for things we've done yes we repent for how we've behaved yes. we repent for the thoughts we've had towards people Lord, you know what is in all of our hearts, so you know exactly what we are repenting for. Hallelujah. And I just thank you that you have opened up an opportunity for us to do that and cleanse ourselves. Because that is what the word does. It cleanses us. Yes. And it makes us holy again. Lord, and I just thank you for removing all unrighteousness yes. out of us, Lord. And making us righteous again. Thank you, Lord. Father, I just thank you in the name of Jesus. And I come before you in the name of Jesus and I repent for my whatever I've yes. said and done yes. and um, Lord I just thank you for your forgiveness I just thank you Lord yes Lord. I think that um, if there's anyone yes. who wants to say anything you're welcome to do that otherwise I think we should pray a little bit in the spirit as well yes, Father, I, I pray on behalf of all of us here. Father, I'm asking you, and even for those online, forgive us, Father, where we have not taken you serious and where we have put you on the back shelf and we've made other things more serious, even to the point where it has become sin and it has violated your commands, commands that actually protect us, Lord. We judge ourselves. We judge ourselves. You said in your word, judge yourself that you be not judged with the world. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, also another thing I, I just ask and I pray for all of us here. Father, there were times where, where we got frustrated as well with the dams and we got... And, and we said things in, in anger, and I'm speaking on behalf of the people in this city, Father. You said that we should turn from our ways, my people, not the whole city, my yes. people, my people, Thank if they you, repent. Thank you. My people, not the whole city, my people. Thank you. Father, we repent of the unbelief. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We repent for not praying for the government like you've asked us to. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. We haven't proved faithful, but we are changing that right now, Lord. We just thank you that we walk in your ways. Your ways of faithfulness in Jesus' name. Lord, and we obey you. We are going to strive to listen to you, and we are going to strive to obey you instantly. We are going to obey you even when we don't understand. We are going to obey you even if we don't, even if it hurts. And we are going to obey you even if it profits us nothing. And we are going to obey you to completion. Thank you, Lord, that you empower us to do just that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
I just want to share that I really, I really just came in my heart that I really believe the Lord wants to actually <coughs> give, I don't know, might be somebody or all of us a new a spirit of joy. Because mm. I really, I really just, just sense it so strongly that it's like so many people are finding love these days a drag. Yes. yes. And they're living for God, but it's it's a drag. It's not Well, really... I'm going to receive that. And mm. I really just felt my heart, Holy Spirit, and He really wants to give people a spirit of joy. The Thank joy you, of the Lord, Lord is my strength. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Lord. So I'm just obedient, but I really believe God. The only thing that the Lord needs us to say is, is for us to open up and say, I receive. Yes. I receive that. So God, Lord's yes. not looking Amen. for conditions. He's Thank not looking for Lord. perfect people. Just open up, say, Thank you, Lord. <coughs> I receive. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Thank you, Morris, for being obedient. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Honestly. Thank you, Lord. Thank Father. you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father God, Lord, I pray, Lord, you know, the, the government, the darkness, Lord, these things that you show me they're doing, Lord, but I pray, Lord, that all these wicked things and stuff that they're doing, Lord, will come to light. Yes. I pray, Lord, the spots of pee that's very dark, Lord, mm. especially in the northern areas, Lord, I pray that you'll shine your light, yes. Lord. I come yes. against those territorial demons, the yes. demonic Jesus. entities that's in the northern areas. That's yes. in parts of PE where it's dark. I pray your light will darkness. Yes. I command those demonic entities in the name of Jesus to be gone and flee. Hallelujah. You have no light in those areas. Yes. Yes. You bring your death and destruction. But Jesus come to bring life and life more abundant, yes. Lord. I pray, Lord, that this land, Lord, that the leadership will come there and stand before you and come repentance. But you said you will heal our land, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that during this time, Lord, that this land will be healed. That all the negativity that's been spoken against this country, against against the people, Lord, that, that I, I come against this negative words. I pray for positive words, mm. words of healing, words of abundance, words of life from now on, Lord. Let's not speak death, let's speak life. That's it. In every situation, That's every circumstance, when things get tough, when things get bad, let's not sit and cry and murmur and complain. Let's rejoice. Yes. Let's praise you, Lord. In, in good times Amen. and in bad times, yes. Lord. Because you are a good God, yes. you are a loving God, yes. and you care for us yes. so much that you said you come to, uh, that you are a good shepherd, yes. that 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 you 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 want the best of us. And I thank you and I praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you. You are awesome yes you yes. are Amen. wonderful yes. you are Amen. so patient and you are so kind Amen. you are too good to us yes you are glorious and everything that's around us is caused and created by you for us yes and lord i just thank you that we've not appreciated it yes. we haven't appreciated as we should but we take this time to appreciate that all the fine things, mm. we're going to work to not overlook yes, any of those amen. things. Lord, and I just thank you that you are going to help each and every one of us come into your presence on a daily basis yes, so that we can just be filled up and strengthened before we go out, before we have to endure anything out there in the world. You give us the strength and we haven't been utilizing amen. it. Uh, you give us the patience and the goodness and the kindness and we haven't been utilizing it you've given us everything already mm -hmm. for life and godliness already and we haven't utilized it but we are going to utilize it yes. we are going to be the light on the hill Amen. for the world to see we're going to start with our city and then we're going to start with yes, the country that's it. Yes, we might be a small group we might be a small group for now for now but the Lord did start with one person, Jesus. Yes, amen. And um, we've been equipped to yes. to change the city, but we've got to change inside ourselves first. Yes, yes. And we've got no excuses because the Lord is equipping us. He's amen. given us every tool that we need, and we thank That's you for it, it Father, yes. in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And on that note. As we always say, remember, faith comes by hearing, so, so keep, keep on, on hearing. hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. 
And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.